0: Today's MMA tea company fight preview is with Patrick Brady. Patrick's going to be making his professional MMA debut at art of war on December. Uh, is that fourth right down at the rivers casino in Philadelphia? Patrick is joining us with his youngest son. Who's trying to rip his hat off. Yeah. (laughs) My man, Declan Andrew right here. What's up Declan. All right. What's up Patrick. (laughs) How are you
1: feeling? I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good. Uh, you know, I'm ready to fight, man. I'm ready to get this show over with. Uh, you know, any fighter will tell you that the work is done, you know, when when it's done. And I feel like I did everything I could. Now I'm going to try to maintain everything I've been doing as far as like, you know, the rounds I get with the guys at the gym at Martinez. And uh, I'm kind of on cruise control at this
0: point. And uh, I'm ready to fight, man. Let's go. I mean, really? last I talked to you, I'm pretty sure you were at the Outer Banks. You weren't able to get a whole lot of training in. Uh, you had that fight with with Raiden coming up, and you were like, hey, I'm in as good a shape as I'm going to be in. I'm going to go out there. I'm just going to put my hands on him knock him out. And that's when, what, what you ended up doing.
1: Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did tell you I was going to knock him out. Didn't I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, I mean, look, man, Raiden was a tough kid. dude. He, he As soon as he put his hands on me, too, I felt he was strong. He was a strong kid, and um you know i I think that 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 fight really showed uh what I was made of, and mm-hmm. I really had to dig deep. he put me in some bad positions um he scored a couple takedowns on me and you know at, at one point he took my back and I had to stand up with him on my back, which yeah you, know, you know, I kind of left my neck open a little bit, but uh you know, we got through that fight uh relatively unscathed I hurt my foot a little bit
0: mm-hmm.
1: um. But we got through that fight, and I I think that was kind of like, you know, it w- w- was one of those situations where who how else is there left to fight in the area? Um, you know, it it just I I feel like after that fight, I I knew I was
0: ready. Yeah, and you know that fight happens, and <clears throat> we kind of talked about you know how you were looking to go pro regardless after that anyway. Uh, yeah, but I feel like you know will and the guys at martinez they have a pretty good sense of when their fighters are ready to so what were the conversations with uh, conversations like with will with the Dawkins brothers with those guys like hey i think i'm ready to make this jump yeah i mean the,
1: the conversation went exactly like this skill set you're ready cardio you're not right and uh they they said you gotta focus on your cardio, and you gotta you gotta really get your cardio right. Um, it's not a it's not a secret that like you know the big guys they they have their little bit of their cardio issues. You know, I'm the small guy, and um, I think right now I'm like two fifty five I was just on the scale. Um, you know, so I've been really learning to uh, get in touch with my breathing and get a sense of where I am in the round. And what to do in the round and when to go and when not to go, um, you know, my positions that I'm in and and what to do and 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 um, and how to really manage a, a five minute round, you know, three times. So uh, basically, we've been focusing on cardio and how to manage a round. So uh, I, I will Martinez is not going to let me fight a fight that I'm not ready for. I promise you he's not um he knows I'm ready he thinks I'm ready and you know so does my team so you know this is where we're at man we got a pro fight in two weeks I'm 37 years old and I gotta deal with this dude <laughs> I got two other sons too and you know, I got a full-time job and uh balance is balance is the key you know to when when I can and when I can't get it in.
0: What do you, uh, you know, th- you just rattled off about four different things that I think most people, just one of them, and they're kind of overwhelmed, right? But um, <laughs> I would see you with your sons and always working in the gym, doing all these different things. Yeah. Do you do anything specific uh, in terms of like organization of your day or like mental training for anything like that? Or like, how how do you keep yourself sane? Yeah, I mean, Look, it, it's, it's really just, it's, it's prioritizing
1: what you think needs to be done. And some of it has a little bit selfish, you know? I mean, if you look at your, your, your day, like a, a pie or a pizza or something, there's only so much that can go out. There's only so much time in your day. You can, this person gets two pieces. This person gets a piece. This, now I got to cut this piece in half for these two. There's only so much time in a day. And, um, I've said this before that you know, my priority list order goes, uh, father, husband, employee, MMA fighter, right? So what does that tell you? You know, I I have to be a father first. Mm -hmm. I have to be accountable to my kids, right? Then I have to be a husband. I have to make sure that my wife is happy and that, um, all is well in the kingdom. And then, you know, I'm an employee, like I have an obligation to, uh, an employer who, Puts food on my table that, you know, I'm obligated to make that employer money, mm-hmm. and then I do MMA. So now, uh, you know, I, that that MMA piece of the pie, I've I've had to, um, I've had to give that a little more attention, and and unfortunately, that comes at um, the fault of the other things. Mm-hmm you know, but it kind of just is what it is. And, you know, my boss is understanding and um, my wife isn't so much understanding, (laughs) but my boys, you know, my boys, they're, they're young enough now where they they don't really get uh, too much about what's happening. But, you know, when, when this is all over, my kids will be able to uh, look at this and say, wow, you know, that's something that that did, you know? So I think that it's really important to kind of, leave that positive impression on on your king you
0: know what your hat
1: back's on all right
0: and it's it's something too that like you know as they're growing up and as they're getting older and you're fighting you can also use that as a tool right about working hard and balancing these different things so um that goes back to you being a father which is kind of cool to see that all come full circle <clears throat> yeah I, i'm sorry john i
1: blacked out there no
0: first. no you're good you're good no i was just talking i didn't even ask a question um but no, i mean,
1: did yeah i mean look um it, there's a, a big transition from amateurs to professionals right like there's there's a, a longer round uh there's more weapons at use even though my fight in virginia i could use all the elbows and knees and head kicks and everything um you know but at at the professional level there's the ramifications of a mistake are much higher. Mm-hmm. So I, I have to pay a lot more attention to the detail, um, you know, such as life and everything else, you know, but uh, you know, it's uh, MMA, man. So anything can happen. I'm just, I, I got to give it my all, and I got to do everything I can do. And, you know, last night, I didn't walk in the door until I think it was like 1030, 30. <laughs> And I was out the door at 6.30, so um, there's a lot of sacrifices being made.
0: Yeah, and, and MMA is, you know, inherently a, a selfish sport, and it's just kind of the way it has to be, and you kind of have to be a little selfish. Um, but then again, if you don't balance those things, right, your, your yeah. top three will start to suffer. So it's, it's kind of a, a give and take right now, but then yeah. once camp's yeah, over, man, you can kind of balance sure. that out. Um, I did want to ask you, uh, I know um, – you know, you're good friends with Andre, right? And, yeah. and you know, you know, Pat Sabatini, you know, Sean Brady, you know, all these yeah. guys down in Philly and, and Andre made a pretty interesting post about, um, about Pat and about, um, Sean, how they both, you know, just had really big wins in the UFC this past weekend. Yeah. Uh, and, and there's not a whole lot of a lot of love, a lot of coverage from yeah, the, man. the media down there in Philly. Um, just wanted to get your take on that. See what what we need to do as as, as an MMA community to kind of get Philly put on the map, because <clears throat> some of the best fighters in the world right now are coming out of this city and they're you not really kidding, talking man. about it. You ain't kidding. I mean, look, this city's on fire right now. Uh, as far as the MMA scene,
1: uh, it, it, you know, specifically the UFC. I mean, even like Bill algio you know, algio is, you know, he he's not in Philly, he's in King of Prussia, I believe. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's a Philly guy, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's a Philly dude. He's You've a Philly guy, crazy.
0: yeah.
1: He's a he Philly was just guy.
0: at an Eagles game,
1: yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, we got these guys that are, like, that are – that are coming home with bonuses like these guys are winning bonuses like it's not just that they're winning like they're putting 50k in their pocket um and you know even chris's story chris he you know he's a philly cop like freaking public servant uh number seven in the world right like he's the highest ranked fighter in this area and you know, I haven't seen anything on the local, as far as the the local Philadelphia. Be, you know, he obviously gets his national attention, you know, via ESPN and stuff like that. But like, yeah, man, it's tough. It's tough to see. Um, <clears throat> CBS is doing a um, a small thing on me, uh, as far as my age is concerned. And, you know, like what we had already touched on with the balance and everything mm-hmm. and uh, the trials and tribulations of being a 37-year-old uh, making his pro debut. A oh, little bit of throw up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I don't think as far as uh, coverage is concerned, you know, it, that even puts a dent into like what the guys like, you know, Sean and. Uh, Chris and Kyle and uh, you know all those guys that are that are in the UFC right now from this area deserve it. like they really deserve it, man. As far as I'm concerned, like the Eagles, yeah, they're cool and all. Like the Eagles are fun, but people watch the Eagles because they want to see big hits, right? Like that's what we're like we're all waiting for the safety to come down and crush a wide receiver like crossing the center of the field. Like that's what we're all watching it for. Here we are, we got local guys that are out there crushing skulls like literally and you know, it's not getting any love, but um, you know, I I try to find things to be grateful for and I try not to really dwell on the negative too much. And, you know, as much as it sucks, uh, ultimately most of the guys that fight, Mm -hmm. they don't do it, you know, for the attention, you know, for all the, they do it because they love the fight. Mm -hmm. I, I, honestly, like you know, the, most of us would fight for free. We really would. What's the matter? Yeah, and for a long time,
0: most fighters do. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you're an amateur; you're not getting paid. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, and you mentioned your age, right? And you even, when I asked you about uh you know this fight and writing a press release, you said um, you know mentioned your age as well. So you know you are making your pro debut. You're you're 37 years old. Um, but on the flip side of that, right, a lot of heavyweights, their prime is right where you're at, right? Heavyweights don't yeah. typically get to um, the professional level at the regional ranks and then, you know, move up through to the yeah. higher promotions until they're, they're mid to late 30s. I, I, I don't know if that's something that has to do with the way that their bodies are made up or what that is, but you tend to see heavyweights, um, you know, in their late 30s. Yeah, and there's a little 40s. more
1: longevity in a heavyweight. I think that's, that comes with experience. Mm-hmm. I think what, what you see when that's happening is experience. You, as you get older as a heavyweight, you start to, um, you get more fights under your belt and you start to realize what you should and shouldn't do during the course of a fight, right? Um, I like to tell myself that because I started MMA so late in life, that I don't have all those miles on my body, that some of those guys that, you know, started their pro career at 23, 24, 25 years old. Um, I like to tell myself that, you know, I, I, I don't have as much wear and tear on the tires. Uh, you know, <laughs> it doesn't always feel that way when I wake up in the morning. Um, but, you know, it, it, my age is what it is. And I do have to work hard. Look, I played football in college uh, when I was in my early 20s. And, um, you know, I could take a beating all day long and, you know, go out drinking that night and wake up the next day and be perfectly fine, like not feel like a bump or bruise at all and do it all over again. There's none of that going on, man. I wake up in the morning and I feel so. um, It doesn't really matter,
0: John, because Mm -hmm. at the end of the
1: day, I'm doing it anyway.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think with your mentality that it, it would matter if you were 37 or 47. If you wanted Doesn't. to do it, you were gonna do it. This is what we're doing, man. This is, look, as
1: soon as that the cage closed for the first time, my first fight, I was hooked. That's it. You got me. Um, so it, you know, it is what it is. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna do what needs to be done, and I'm gonna wake up at 5 a.m. and get my cardio in, uh, like I've been doing. Uh, no matter what, camp
0: not camp. It's this is what I'm doing now. So, you know, this is this is where we're heading. I love it. And you know, speaking of the cage door closing, it's going to close on you and Larry on the fourth, right? So, yes, want to get your take on on Larry as a fighter? I'm pretty sure he went undefeated as an amateur. Uh, yeah, uh, 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 maybe three, four fights. If I if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, so Larry's Larry's a tough kid, man. He's a, he's younger than me. He's bigger than me. He's faster than me. He's, he's lighter on his feet. Uh, he gets in and gets out. He picks his punches. He doesn't get too anxious in there, from what I've seen. Like he, he he doesn't jump right into it. You know, like he'll wait for the fight to develop a little bit, which is smart. Which is mm-hmm. you don't see that too often with uh, with heavyweights. Like sometimes we want to get in there and bang right away, but uh, he waits. He let he lets the fight develop a little bit. He sees what his opponent is doing. Um, he's got like a long karate style almost where he's, he's got like a Steven Thompson, like cadence going on where he's light on his feet and he's in and he's out. And, uh, you know, he, he throws his punches. He don't throw them hard, uh, but he throws them accurately. And, um, it's a really fun fight, man. It's a really fun fight. Cause you know, my style is, I want to come in there and knock your head loose. Um, th- this fight, I, my I strongly believe it's gonna end up everywhere. You know what I mean? Like we're gonna be all over this cage. Uh I don't I don't know. I'm gonna knock him out, right? So that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> this is what we're doing. Um so that's the plan. I'm gonna go in there and knock him out. And he wants to do the same. So to, to say I'm gonna do anything less will be selling myself short.
0: So so I've interviewed you. I've interviewed uh, Oscar Garcia, who's fighting uh, Anthony Dill, and, and it seems like both of you are predicting that this could be fight of the night in the pro ranks at Art of War. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, everybody wants to be fight of the night. Everybody wants to
1: strive to put on a show. Um, and you know, look, I sold a lot of tickets, man, and my fans they want to come and watch me put on a show, man. They don't want to see me come in there and lay on top of this guy and you know, secure a position, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? They don't want to see uh, a cage take, takedown and me securing a position and and going from, you know, guard to half guard and sliding up to, yeah. you know, side control. Like, they don't want to see that, man. They want to mm-hmm. see me go in there and do what I did to raid it. Yeah. <laughs> like, they want to see me throw a punch from my hip through the moon, put his face through
0: the moon. So, you know, that's... That's the plan, bro. <laughs> awesome. We're looking forward to it. Um, you know, before I let you go and uh finish this bottle or change a diaper, whatever you need yeah, to do after yeah, this, yeah. just wanted to give you a chance to give any shout-outs that uh to anybody that's been helping you out for this camp and you know so far in yeah. your career.
1: Yeah, so shout out to my wife,
0: Kirsten. Uh <laughs> she's she
1: sacrifices, man. She's in the other room right now working out. She's in the the uh the go gym that I call it, the games only gym. <laughs> Uh, she's in there working out and, you know, she, she really like tonight I'm leaving it in an hour and I'm heading to the gym and I won't be home till later. Uh, and I just walked in the door. So, uh, big shout out to her, shout out to my kids. Um, I picked up a great new sponsor. Um, uh, executive tree care. They, uh, Jeremy Sarkin is, he's really been taking care of me uh, helping out with, uh, some of the stuff around my house. Uh, I took down a bunch of big trees. So Jeremy Serkin over there at executive tree care, also, uh, Apollo used cars, uh, over there in Sewell Dulcie drive, uh, Apollo used car salesman, those guys are great over there. They're, they're local to where I'm from. And, uh, they're, it's a great family run business. And, you know, they have beautiful high-end cars over there. Uh, somebody we know just bought one of the, uh, the new vets with the, with the uh, (laughs) Garbarino's old man, just bought this Corvette, man, that looks like a rocket ship. It's got the motor in the back. Um, and look, man, they sell high end, nice cars over there. Um, also performance meal prep, dude, I can't say enough good things about performance meal prep. They, they really, uh, have helped me clean up my diet and I come home days like today I got to feed the baby I got to get going and uh, performance meal prep has been there uh, that I can come home I can eat it's ready it's delicious food it's healthy food and then I can get out the door and go train um, so you know again performance meal prep is like well wow, then guys have really taken care of me um, you know there's a plethora of other back roofing um antrim electric you know the the obvious uh Martinez staples uh sponsors uh jen back you know they just everybody's just been great man it's it's been a lot of
0: fun awesome man it sounds like it's been a lot of fun i can't wait for you to have fun on the fourth we're looking forward to it yes sir thanks a lot john i appreciate it man and All you right,
1: guys thanks. too And you guys have been i'll tell you what man everybody says how good the customer service is. And and I really appreciate everything you guys do for the fighters
0: Oh yeah, absolutely, man. We got you. Awesome. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. All right. It, thanks, bro. Patrick. Kick some ass. Let's see you, man. Later.